0: You're gonna get hooked on that thing. I can see it now. Sixteen thousand bags of Cheetos later, you wake up. You're
1: thirty-five. You're overweight. You're crying about your life in front of the soaps. I just did you a favor.
2: You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ! I've met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there. Look up idiots in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A uh,
1: picture of me? No.
0: The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You to. want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth!
2: It's an inanimate fucking object. You're an
0: inanimate fucking object! You dirty
2: eating piece of slime! You scum-sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! You blithering, blundering, bull-nosed, block-headed, pot-bellied, ham-fisted jackass!
0: You are puke. You are the lowest form of life on Earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized grabastic pieces of amphibian shit.
2: You're the problem. You're the fucking problem. You fucking Doctor why onkin jamragarkin spunk bubble fucking
1: hoity toity. Everybody, hey. enough with the curse words, all right? Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck.
2: I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt. Of Elderberry.
1: You're sitting there, you're wondering, do I have food on my face? Am I eating? Am I talking too much? Are they talking enough? Am I interested? I'm not really interested. Should I play like I'm interested, but I'm not that interested? But I think she might be interested, but do I want to be interested? But now she's not interested, so now all of a sudden I'm, getting, I'm starting to get interested. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point
0: in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.
2: Pardon my French, but you're an
1: asshole!
0: Hey, welcome to The Rant Show here on 60 Minutes With, and we've got a couple of new victim, uh, new guests joining us here today. I'm Alan Sanders, ta- all the way over from this side of the pond, from the Wilder Ride podcast normally, but we are teaming up and getting a chance to play in the pond, across the pond, with the guys over in the UK. And I- I'm kind of beside myself, I feel like Darth Vader in the first Star Wars, because we have Dave <laughs> Robinson, and I feel like saying, see, you were the master and I was the learner, now I'm the master because you put me in charge.
1: That's it. I feel like I'm the little naughty boy at the back of the class now. <laughs> just been made to do his homework and, and have detention and pay attention for a change.
0: Well, it does take the load off of you of having to edit and put it all together. You just have to kind of review it before
1: you put it live. I like my load taken off me, Alan. I really do. I love any time I can drop a load off of somebody.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute, yeah, I, don't I don't think know if Dave, I said I, that right. I don't think
1: Dave was talking about that kind of load. <laughs> either will do me now i'm fine with either i've you know it's i'm happy whichever load comes out don't worry
0: (laughs) well i know your listeners are already going to know who you are but for folks that we're picking up now with this new eighth show underneath the umbrella of 60 minutes with why not introduce who you are
1: yes i am the person who started 60 minutes with and uh very open armed welcomed all this great team that we have now including you alan with these rant shows
0: I'm, 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 I'm humbled to be a part of it because I, have, I still don't know what I'm doing. So I'm just going to follow Ben's <laughs> lead and we should be good to go. <laughs> Chris <laughs> is also joining us for the first time. And Chris is also a longtime caster with 60 Minutes
2: With. Chris, welcome. Hello. Yeah, I'm loving this. This is kind of cool because, like, you know, I listen to you on the radio and uh, via tuning. And, um, and now I'm talking to you. Oh, oh my gosh. The miracle of technology. <laughs> yeah, I'm a yeah.
1: bit starstruck. It's good though, Chris, because Alan can swear in these shows. So it's even better still.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, he did nearly swear in his last show. (gasps) Oh, What did did. I say? Oh, you were going to say, oh gosh, what was it? Oh man, you know, you put me on the spot. But yeah, you kind of, you changed it because you realized it wasn't a podcast.
0: (laughs) I think I did. I got halfway through going, son of well, I can't say that. (laughs) 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 I actually think I may have said those following words like, whoa, this isn't a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, see, so look what Dave's done. He's given me an outlet to actually not worry about the FCC filter here in the United States, and I <laughs> almost got myself fired as a result.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, blame blame Dave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Chris, for those folks, again, that might be brand new, picking this uh, series up. And I had a lot of folks who were on my side of the world here who said, oh, this kind of show is my cup of tea. Uh, speaking of tea over there in the UK, tell us a little bit about who
2: you are. Uh, yeah, so I've been podcasting since... Uh, 2012, I think. Uh, yeah, that was when my eldest daughter was born. Um, I started. I did a podcast with Ben, um, and it's called The Same Coin. It's all about video games. But we, we did over 200 shows of that. Ran for just over five years. And um, and then when that came, well, so let me back up a little bit. Um, then Dave asked me to join his show partway through whilst we were doing that uh, 60 Minutes. We and become part of the team. So when's that been since 2015, Dave? 14. 14? Fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Twenty fourteen, yeah. Ah, that's a long time. Uh so yeah, so um Dave obviously didn't think I was a complete idiot, or he <laughs> did. Maybe <laughs> that's maybe that's why he wanted me. Yeah. Um so yeah, and then I've been with Sixty Minutes Ever Since and you know, part of the different shows that we do, the entertainment show, the ABC of gaming, sound check shows occasionally, and and now this. So, you know, another string to my bow.
0: That's fantastic. I love the yeah. fact that we're all together and Dave here. I use the Darth Vader analogy. He really is truly slowly building a little empire of podcasters.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. eventually I'll have to do bugger all and just let everybody else do it. It's great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is our third now installment of The Rant Show. It's going to be episode two something, 200 something, depending on when this gets released. I know there's always shows every month. And folks, if you are just picking up on this particular uh, episode, you should really go on back to the website and check out all the different shows. Some you might like better than others, but I am a fan of all of them, even when, when they're talking about video games that I might not play or that I may not be aware of. They do it in such a way that I can't help but just keep listening. And I have spent many an hour doing mindless, menial tasks like mowing the lawn or gardening or taking out the trash or painting. And the only way I've gotten through it is because I've had these folks in my ears keeping me company. So I thank you, Dave and Chris, for the many hours of entertainment.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you, Alan. I think that sums up perfectly. Mindless and menial. That's kind <laughs> of good. I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's, that's one of the best compliments we've had.
0: It's, a, it's an easy bar to achieve, right?
1: <laughs> oh, not for us, it wasn't. We had to work hard to get to mindless and menial. <laughs> we really did. Well, let's get this started. We, this is
0: the rant show for a reason. This is where we can kind of vent, get things off our chest, talk about the things that have just since the last show uh, chapped our asses, uh, just just grinded our teeth. Uh, like Ben says, "fuck them sideways." Whatever expression you want to use. Dave, I know you've been chomping at the bit because you have been slowly keeping a list that I imagine is four <laughs> or five pages long by this point. I want you to start us off on your first rant of the day.
1: Okay, then I'm going to start with one, which I'm sure all of us are going to agree on, and it's a seven-word sentence. It's a seven-word sentence usually said by people, I'd say in the 16 to 25 age group, around about there. And, oh my God, those seven words, usually spoken when they're asked something and they say, and usually in this tone, I don't know, I wasn't born then, (laughs) I (laughs) I was watching, you'll know what I mean, I was watching, there was a quiz show on the television a few weeks ago and it was one of those quiz shows where you, you don't know what you're going to be asked. You don't know what the subject matter's going to be or, or anything. And there was this lad on it and he was like early 20s and he's waiting and he's in the spotlight. And you're thinking, oh, what's what's the subject going to be? And it's going and it stops. It was the 1980s. The oh. look of disgust on this lad's face. It was priceless. It was... It was as though the subject may as well have been your mum's sex toys because he was absolutely <laughs> livid. And I can't, I can't remember what the, que- the first question he got. What, it was probably something like, um, name, the, name the female UK prime minister in the 1980s. And he, looked, and he was like this blank look. And then he, he got angry. He really got angry. And he did say, I don't know. I wasn't born then. Okay, amount- now,
0: how sad is this? I know it's
1: Maggie Thatcher, and I don't live there. <laughs>
0: <Can you> imagine <laughs> We're not talking that was- about a, a, a maybe a movie star reference or a song reference that he may have never seen or heard
1: and nobody ever played for him.
0: That's freaking, that's your history of government. I mean, come that's, on, don't they oh, teach that in school?
1: There are so many times I've heard this said, like I say, usually from people within age group, now and again older, which is even worse. But just think if that was like the prerequisite for education worldwide is make sure you don't teach anything before they were born they cannot know anything you know Alan, chris how how is it that we we don't know who won world war 2 we it's weren't born then were we i wasn't <laughs> around <Yeah>. then <laughs> it's ridiculous so, so here you go. if anybody if anybody hears somebody say i don't know i wasn't born then there is a stock reply to give them and you you have to look them in the eyes and you look them in the eyes and you say fuck off. And that's it. It's all it is. <laughs> that's
0: a lot simpler than what I was going to say. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know what it is about that age range because I do know that there's a lot of issue with folks who just have this sort of egocentric view of the world that whatever fell outside of their memory, consciousness, or experience either never existed or like it's never happened before. Mm. And I think that's why people get so bent out of shape. Because for them, it's the very first time. I was like, well, chill. This has happened multiple times in history. You're experiencing it for the first time. But hey, it happens. If you learn your history, you won't freak out. But I think I get this. It's a similar thing to you, Dave. I hate when even, even my daughters will come running up to me, their freaking smartphone in their hands. Hey, dad, <laughs> when did that movie come out that starred, you know, so and so? I'm like, oh, I don't know. If there was only a magic box, you could put a question <laughs> in it and it would automatically yeah, yeah. bring you back an answer. And that's my response all the time. I'm like, frickin' look it up. You've got a phone in your hands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know that's it. That's what makes it more annoying. You know, we live in a time when all the information you want is just a click away. And maybe that's the trouble because they rely on it so much that they don't need to retain any of it. And it's, well, I don't need to remember that because I can just press the button on it. But, oh, yeah, I've just, I've heard that seven word sentence far too many times. Far too many.
0: Chris, what do you think about this? What's your experience in that sort of generational fog that they just choose to ignore that anything may have happened outside of their experience?
2: Yeah, well, I went to a meeting uh, recently with work and they like to do little check-ins and stuff like that. I guess it's like a... It's the in thing to do, you know, kind of like, what was your favourite television uh, theme tune when you were a child growing up? Uh, so we all went around the room and p- people picked different things, we're all, you know, kind of all of a similar age, I guess. Um, and I picked the A-Team, you know, because that's one of the, the theme tunes that I remember when I was a kid. Somebody next to me picked the most recent version of Doctor Who that start when did i mean when did that start about 10 years ago and i felt really fucking old at that point (laughs) um but it is yeah it's kind of strange because i mean i'm 43 so i guess i haven't kind of experienced it too much at this point in time um but yeah it's uh i I do agree with you about the smartphones and stuff like that and it's just like come on and now i'm starting to 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 go the opposite way and said instead of like well i wasn't born then Fucking, I sound really old. You know, come on. It makes me feel old. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like, But yeah. Maybe it's because we didn't have that, that I
0: love looking things up. And actually, as you guys know with podcasting, a lot of times with with our other show, I like to go out and find little bits of inserts and audio and things that I can put if it came up in conversation. You know how much effort that used to take before the whole internet smartphone generation? Have to go find tapes of things, go Mm -hmm. find the VHS or the... Or, or even worse, go find like a record or something and then find that one piece you want to use and somehow find a way to record it, probably with another recording device sitting next to a speaker just to try to get that piece. And now we can so easily digitally splice, copy, cut. It's so easy and I love it. And then you got my, like my kids. Oh, uh, dad, what was that movie that came out with Harrison Ford where he was like an archaeologist? What's that name? <laughs> 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 Freaking look it up. Look it up, come on! You got you got all the other information you can use for your search. You can you've got everything you need to find it. Just punch that in.
2: Yeah. So go ahead, and go ahead and read a book. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, you know, I, I know it's, it, I don't know. I
0: don't mean to pick on my kids because they've done that to me and they get tired of me saying that phrase. But I've introduced it to people that I work with because they'll do that with me at work. They'll come up to me. And they go, "Oh, what was the name of that politician?" That blah blah. Because I've been talking. I'm like, you know what? Just look it up. You know, you walked all the way over here from your cube, across the floor, into the studio, waited for me to stop for a commercial break. You could have looked it up 10 times by now. Sorry, Dave, this was a good one. You've got me fired
1: up. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's how these shows should start. Let's all get fired up together, especially against the youngins. How dare they have their youth, the bastards.
0: Yes. <laughs> Stupid youth. It was it, uh, you know, experiences are wasted on the youth. You should, you should be sitting in a, in a white room all day until you can freaking learn something.
2: Yes. Yeah. Was it? That was, that, that? was the same, wasn't it? The uh, youth is wasted on the young, or something like that. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Dang. Well, Chris, has that fired you up? Do you have a? Do you have a, a rant you want to add to the to the growing list? Because we're gonna we're gonna get down. And I've got actually a little game I want to play. I want to introduce a segment later uh, based off of the. I don't know if you've ever played the game. Would you rather? But I've got some. Would you rather's that might cause you to wail and gnash your teeth, and I and I can't <laughs> wait to get to that.
2: That okay. sounds exciting. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I've got, it's weird because like um, when, I know you've been kind of asking me to do this for some time and i am like, I've got nothing to rant about. I'm quite content in my life. There's nothing really that bothers me until I start to think about it. And then, um, so I've got a couple, then there's a, a big, well, the two biggies for me. Um, the first one then is going to the cinema. Now I mentioned this very briefly on the last entertainment show. So there's two things about going to the cinema, right? The first one is people who just leave their rubbish and shit all over the cinema. When the film's finished and then they just get up and leave their popcorn or their drinks container or their sweets or whatever it is they've taken into the cinema and they just leave it there on the chair or on the floor. And there's usually, I mean, I'm not sure what the cinemas are like in uh, in America. I'm guessing they're the same. There's usually somebody standing at the entrance of the cinema uh, with a bag of, you know, ready to go in and clean it up. And it's almost as if it's expected that that is their job. And well, you, you should pick up my shit. That's basically (laughs) what you do. And there's that expectation and it drives me fucking insane. And it kind of links back onto like littering in general. But I mean, just purely, I think it's for the, the sort of the entitlement that, and that's a a word that's going to come out in my other hand in as much as that people just expect it to happen, like it magically disappears, or they don't give a fuck. They just don't. They get up and walk off and leave their rubbish. That winds me up, and it oh, pisses I, me off.
0: I agree. These self-important asshats who feel like, oh, I don't have to take my trash out. Look, every every movie theater here, everyone I've ever gone to, has the a big trash bin or two yeah. or three right outside the theater, so as you're walking out, <laughs> boop, you just drop it right in the trash can. You yeah. know, I figure yeah. the kids that work there, they're already getting likely minimum wage. Their job is to, like, sweep up the popcorn that your fat-ass prop... Or I should didn't say that, sorry. Your <laughs> <Their> slob ass <laughs> dropped all over the floor, you know? They're there to pick up, you know, if you spilled something. But to leave a container that you can very easily carry all of your shit out and throw it away,
1: how hard is that? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of the time, it's, it's all out of the container as well. It amazes me of how much popcorn people can spill in a cinema. It makes you think, what's the living room like? You know, are they constantly like got huge shakes and they're throwing stuff everywhere and they can't keep it in because you walk out sometimes
2: and the floor's covered in popcorn. You think, how the hell did that much get onto the floor? Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I've been to cinemas where somebody will sit down next to me and almost like have a three course fucking meal. Like, they will <laughs> they get, they, 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 like, this one guy, he was like ripping open bags, like crisps, chocolate, pop, um, you know, drinks, all sorts. And he was just going for it. And it's like for an hour, thinking, how frigging hungry are you? Do you know what I mean? And, and then it's the other thing that annoys me. And, this is kind. of, it probably I was working out in my head how often does this happen to me, and probably at seventy percent of the time. So to me, it shouldn't shouldn't happen at all. It's when people talk in the cinema. Now, it, it's if you it's your first cinema experience. I suppose you can be forgiven. But come on, everybody knows that you go to the cinema. You're watching a film. It's in a room with other people. If you're watching a a, a film in your own home and you choose to talk about it, that's your own business. But people have paid to go and watch a film. So I've been in cinemas where people have had conversations throughout the whole film. And I'm thinking, why don't you just go to the pub? Why don't you go for a drink? Why don't you go for a meal? Why don't you go to somebody's house and have a conversation? Surely you can't be having a proper conversation with somebody. When there's a loud film playing on a massive screen in front of you, (laughs) I just don't, I don't understand it and I don't get why people choose to go to the cinema to have a conversation. I mean, I suppose if you're sort of like watching the film and something cool happens and you go, oh my God, that was amazing or whatever. That's maybe, okay, fair enough. But to have a full-blown conversation to a point where, you know, I've been in cinemas where somebody's turned around and gone, shh, you know, like shush people. And then, well, how awkward's that? And how awkward does that make the person doing it? And then the person like talking feel just don't do it. I mean, it's not, it's a quiet experience. It's, you know what I mean? It's, I mean, people don't do it in the theater. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and that you're watching, you know, something on a screen or an audience and you're watching something happen in front of you on a stage. It's like, people just don't do it. But for some reason they do. And it baffles me. It genuinely baffles me. You've gone to pay to watch a film. Why talk? Well, anyway, that's, it bothers I, me.
0: No, no, I think we could stay in this for a second and just kind of expand it to just theater etiquette and just general courtesy in, you know, a, as a topic. You have plenty of time to turn your freaking cell phone off. Mm-hmm. You have plenty of time to dim the goddamn screen so that way if you mm. do get a text, it doesn't look like a spotlight in the middle of a dark scene because that always happens. And you can freaking open your goddamn plastic bags before the things roll, so I don't hear (laughs) in the middle of the freaking scene. Right? Can we just do that?
2: Yeah. I mean, Dave, you know you go to the cinema quite a lot, and this happens to you as well, doesn't it? So it pisses you off. Oh
1: yeah, all too often, and phones as well. I mean, you know those all-important Facebook status updates that you have to do in the middle of the film, or update your Twitter, and you know. And we know now that the only reason that you could legitimately check your phone in the theatre or in the cinema. Is if you had to check something that happened before you were born. That was. You know. <laughs> well, hey, this character just referenced Cairo,
0: 1935. Uh, does that place exist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I wasn't born I, then. I wasn't born then. <laughs> Why are you asking me? <laughs> oh my God. You know what? And speaking of the three course meal that people want to do today, I don't understand that at all. When I grew up, there was basically popcorn, soda, candy. That's your, that was your three food groups when you went to the movie theater. Yeah. And maybe mm-hmm. the soda could have been broken up into, now I get bottled water for the people who didn't want sugar, or maybe the Slurpees or the Slushies or the Ices, whatever you call them, where it's the frozen ice drink with the syrup. Okay, fine. When did they start doing nachos and tacos and hamburgers? And I'm like, what the hell? Am I at a picnic? I'm, I'm here to watch a movie. <laughs> not, I don't get that at all. I don't go to the theater to eat dinner.
2: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like hot dogs and things like that i mean i guess that's where they make a lot of the money isn't it the cinema chains but this is where people bring in just stuff like and you, you had an experience of that didn't you recently dave like there was, was it was at fright fest or grim fest or something like that grim where- fest, yeah
1: yeah a couple brought in <laughs> Mass, massive two big like cooler bags picnic basket sized cooler bags and they, they each had one and devoured it all and then went and bought a shitload more food as well it's like it's as though they hadn't eaten for a week. The only maybe they've got some sort of phobia or yeah, some condition where they can only eat in a cinema in the dark. Like, yeah, and it's always like on the last Thursday of the month, so they stuff themselves stupid in the dark in the cinema once a month, and then like fast for the rest of the month.
0: Or maybe maybe they're on one of those really strict diet programs, and they're only allowed out once a month, and this is where they go binge eat, and then they can't yeah. figure out why they haven't lost any weight for the month. Yeah. Now, I, I, I want I want to take something back. There is something I will say about the there is a movie theater chain. That started pretty recently here in the States. We have one. It's about an hour's drive to get to it. It's called the Movie Tavern. There's a couple of versions of it where it is designed to be an in-theater restaurant that's showing a movie. And you mm. literally have your own table, your own chair that can recline. You have a buzzer to call somebody. That's designed to make it dinner and a movie in one place. And my wife loves it because they serve beer. You can actually, in the middle of the movie, ring the, ring the waitress. She comes in says, can I get you something? Yes. Can I get another beer? Thank you very much. And the way the seats are set up and the levels, it doesn't distract the way they've got it set up. Unless you're really easily distracted, you don't notice them moving around in the darkness because of mm-hmm. the levels and the tears. But it's designed to be that way. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. comment was about your general typical. We're just going to see a movie. Popcorn, candy, soda. You don't. if you don't like it, go somewhere else.
2: Yeah. Yeah. See, that sounds awesome. I'd like to try that, but then I know what I'm getting myself into. So I can't complain about like noise or, you know, things like that. I'd like to try it, but you know what I mean? It's like, like you said, a general cinema. No, just don't talk. and Don't leave your shit everywhere. That would be nice. Thank you.
0: Mm. Anything more on the the, the two topics here before I bring up mine? (laughs) Oh no, I can't wait, Alan. Go on. (laughs) Um, This one's going to come back in our game, but I have, well, you know what? I'm going to save it for the game. I'm going to bring up this one. Um, did you, Uh, maybe you guys didn't have the ad in the UK. Did you see the ad or there was, it was a big controversy about this just before the holidays for this, uh, bike, uh, uh kind of like a Peloton. spin cycle, the Peloton. Yeah. And about yeah. the girl <laughs> that was in it and the way the commercial was set up is it kind of sense this guy buys his quote wife, this Peloton. And then they show like a montage of her training throughout the year. Some days not wanting to train, but then doing it. And by the end of the year, she thanks her husband at the following Christmas thank you. I really appreciate what you gave me. It really meant a lot because I was able to exercise all year long and she got in a bunch of shit about it. Did y'all hear that?
2: Uh, I didn't, but I'm just looking now. There. There's a, on the guardian website, Peloton loses 1.5 billion in value over dystopian sexist e- exercise bike ad. So that sounds interesting. Mm. <laughs> well done. You should check this out. So this is, this is what we live in
0: today. My wife's a personal trainer. Okay. A lot of people must assume the only reason you need to exercise is because you are overweight. She has a lot of clients that are thin as a rail, but they have no flexibility or they have no strength or because they've Mm -hmm. gotten to the point where they they're losing bone density. And the only way to gain bone density is through resistance training. So basically you have a bunch of these woke self woke individuals now who didn't like the idea that they had a an attractive actress who was happy her husband bought her an exercise bike because the hidden message is supposed to be she's the fat lard that needs to exercise and the man had to do it for her. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why do you have to look for something like that in a simple exercise bike?
1: It's ridiculous. I saw the advert because, as you know, Alan, you know, I watch the NFL. I watch it on Game Pass. So I get all the American adverts, which is an added bonus because I love the American adverts as well. So I saw this advert and then I saw how it all blew up. Online, as stuff always does nowadays, and it was like, oh, my I was the same view of you as you, and it was like, what the hell? If I was, if I was the head of Peloton, what they should do for the next advert is have the guy apologize to his wife and say, look, I'm really sorry that I got you that bike last Christmas, and it's set on Christmas morning. Here's this year's gift, and it's a vacuum cleaner, and then see, <laughs> <happy there. laughs> um, you know, here's something that's more your style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then pin back your ears and get ready for the outrage again. Yes.
0: Wait for the outrage. You won't even finish the first 30 second spot and the phones will be ringing.
1: <laughs> but it is ridiculous though. It really is. And I got so upset
0: by it simply because these people out there, again, these self I use this phrase a lot, these self-important asshats who have assigned themselves as the arbiter of what is allowed and not allowed to be thought or experienced or said mm-hmm. aloud. And they have decided this is not right a man should not force his woman to exercise. Mm -hmm. You are like me, caveman, I tell you, you not do. I'm like, that's not the point of the message. And if you watched it, she was happy that she was able to exercise all year long. I think half of these asshats, the reason why they get pissed off is they've got, you know, while they're watching this commercial, they see the treadmill sitting in their bedroom and it's doing nothing but being used as a coat hanger because that's all they use it for now. And they're just like, I don't use my thing. So why should she use hers? You know, it's just this woke (laughs) culture of, we're going to tell you what's allowed and not allowed per some arbitrary standard we've come up with drives yeah. me insane
1: mm. oh yeah me too yeah yeah
2: people yeah. are just looking for something to offend them aren't they it, it, it's like you, people go out the way to, to to look for things to get annoyed about and to yeah. to, to, to take to be, up a, yeah. a you know yeah you know i was thinking can't you just be happy? <laughs> is it that um, hard? It's, you know? it's, here's an example. Here's an
1: example. This happened to me uh, probably two, three weeks ago and Tina was with me. And we live in a little Welsh village in the Welsh hills and there's no supermarkets because it's a village. We've got two convenience stores. So I went into one of the stores and I'm lacking around and I saw a gingerbread man and I thought, oh, lovely, I love, you know, oh, I love a gingerbread man. So I <laughs> walks up to it and then I, I thought, how much is it, you know? because the convenience stores are usually a little bit more expensive because it's either buy from there or you've got to drive to a supermarket. So I looked at the little ticket underneath. Gingerbread person. And I was like, (laughs) what the fuck? And this is in a little village, right? I was going, have we really got here? Are they going to get in touch with the filmmakers of Shrek? and complain because the gingerbread man's in there and you've got to change it to the gingerbread person. You know, are they, are they going to get in touch with Gary Busey and tell him that the really schlocky, yet quite enjoyable horror film that he was in called The Gingerbread Man needs to be changed? I think, what about, oh, what's it? Run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread person doesn't quite work as well. Mm, It's ridiculous. And I wouldn't have mind. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm all for, you know, some things have got to change and this, that, and the other, but it's gone it's gone too far. And I wouldn't have minded if I'd had to have walked past like hordes of protesting gingerbread women holding little gingerbread placards, you know, fighting for their right to be dunked in a cup of tea along with the gingerbread men. But I didn't, and you know why? Because it's a little fucking inanimate object and the people are getting offended by it (laughs) are just trying to find something to be offended by. Oh, gingerbread person, my ass!
0: You know, here's the thing. We have a, we have a bakery in town that, and, and the, 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 the wink, wink, nudge, nudge always was, if you're going to buy the gingerbread cookie, get the gingerbread woman. They made two cutouts, a man and a woman. You could get a gingerbread man or a gingerbread woman. And it was always like, get the woman because her skirt flares out. You get more cookie. Because they can't yeah. even do that. Because now you're, saying, you're supposed to have one androgynous, not male, not female, it's just a gingerbread cookie. Fuck, it's not male or female either. Can we just agree it's a cookie?
1: I thought you were going to say they put big gingerbread titties on them. Like, <laughs> that's how you got the extra. Or you could have had no. a well hung gingerbread man, and that's the first bit that would have been dunked into your tea. You know, at least give oh. people a choice.
0: Either that or upside down, use that as the stick, like you didn't. You bite the head off. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand. I, I use the expression that there's this movement like the grievance industry. Everyone in that industry is looking for some reason to be aggrieved. There's something, mm-hmm. something lurking behind every, you know, tree or building corner or fence post. Something ready to, to just tick them off, and they just have to find it. And once they mm-hmm. find it, it's theirs. And they go out on social media and they become important because they've done something woke. And I'm like, no, you haven't done anything. You've just put a bunch of shit online, and you're probably just sitting there on the couch, gravy stained T-shirt, licking, you know, chicken grease off your fingers, thinking you've done something. You haven't. <laughs> All you've done is just create, a, create irritation, and you somehow are thriving on it. And I don't understand. What's positive about it?
1: Nah, there's nothing. I mean, one of of the main things that offends me, really fucking hate it, winds me up, is all this reality TV bullshit that's been prevalent everywhere. You know what I do? I don't go online and complain about it. I just don't watch it. Oh,
0: (laughs) my God. Wait a minute, Dave. Are you suggesting you have the freedom to change the channel?
1: You (gasps) know what? I do. I do. Thankfully. Holy fuck. Someone
0: didn't tell me I had
1: that option. I thought I was
0: forced to watch it.
1: (laughs) this may come as a shock as well. If there's something, let's say, on Twitter that you don't agree with, you don't have to follow that subject. It's, mm.
0: Yeah. Or, or, or can you, is, is, are you allowed to just scroll by and not even respond? Can you do that? You, is is you that can allowed? You do that.
1: And also, and this is quite radical, actually, instead you could follow things that you really enjoy and post, comment, uh, post positive comments about them instead. And you'll feel a lot happier. And make other people feel happier. Well, I have just learned something new. Right. <laughs> Me See too. this probably happened before you were born, Alan. And that's You know you, what? <laughs> you <laughs> know, a little I wasn't bit older. born then. <laughs> it happened in that little bit of time after I was born, but before you were. So uh,
0: Well, Chris, do you feel better knowing that now? That you, you have another option besides to wait you know, bitch and com- bitch and moan, you can actually I don't know. Move along. Change the channel. Choose not to watch. Not to record. Not to go talk about.
2: Yeah. Well, I was quite happy actually going out looking for things to get pissed off about. (laughs) But uh, now, for show prep, I expect you to. But other than that, (laughs) (laughs) no. I just think where do people have the energy to do that? You know what I mean? It just it takes more energy to get upset, surely, than to be happy about stuff. And I'm not saying the world is perfect and everybody should just be happy blindly. But come on. You, you know, if you're going to find a cause, then fucking hell, find one that's really kind of worthwhile. Yeah, and not biscuit-based. <laughs> you know,
0: I, I don't know if this is true. I've always heard this my whole life. But if you look at the number of muscles it takes in your face to frown or scowl versus smile, it's, it's like a 10 to 1 ratio or something where it's a lot easier to just smile. Just be happy. Let it go. Don't take it home. Don't bring it in. Don't harbor it. Don't. Don't let it eat up your life. Go on to something else because it takes so much more energy and effort to be pissed off. Mm, yeah, totally agree. Unless you're yeah. on the ranch show, in which case I expect you to yeah. bring your pissed off and then we can get it done <laughs> yeah. and go on with our day. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: homework for us.
0: <laughs> well, it's I think this, for an hour, this is a great purge. I mean, you know, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, before we get to the game, I want to go around the circle one more time here, at least one more time, because I think <laughs> the game might bring up other things. Dave, I know you've been keeping your list. You've been keeping it surprised on WhatsApp. That <laughs> I've been waiting for some of these things that you've been putting down. So I want you to kick us off. What's the next thing that just really irks your behind?
1: Okay, then. So I mentioned the convenience store here. So we have to go to a supermarket and we all go to supermarkets and you do your groceries. Picture the scene, you're in the supermarket and you're doing, say, your weekly shop for those that do it weekly or some do it monthly even. You're pushing your trolley around and then you turn into one of the aisles and it's there. It's there. The abandoned half full supermarket trolley at an angle that's blocking all of the aisle, because the person that was pushing it suddenly decided, oh, that they forgot the tin of beans to put into their trolley. That's two aisles back. But they're too fucking lazy to push the trolley two aisles to go and get their beans. So they leave it blocking the aisle. And usually, you get a member of staff that's got a big pallet that's unloading and loading up the shelves. So there's, there's the pallet, and the person that's abandoned the trolley puts it right across there so it's near the pallet. So you can't get past. So being the polite Brits that we are, you think, oh, I can't, you know, it's somebody else's shopping trolley. The person that works in the store won't move it because they know what happens if you touch somebody else's (laughs) shopping trolley over here. So you're stood there and you're waiting and you're thinking, oh, you really want something that's just on the other side. And you think, I'm going to have to move this. I'm going to have to move it. And you can guarantee that as soon as you put your hand on the other person's shopping trolley, they appear at the bottom of the aisle. And they look at you like they've caught you having a shit in their shopping trolley. Every single fucking time they do. And it's like, oh, I was just I was just moving it. And, and they come up and they stare at you and they don't say anything. And they snatch the trolley out of the way. And you want to say, move your fucking trolley, you lazy bastards. Go and take it with you. But no, they just leave it blocking people like that all of the time. So, um, yeah, people that do that get on my nerves. There is something you can do, and I don't condone this. If you do see one. You're putting a disclaimer. I am. I am not going to say do an actual shit in their shopping trolley, because unless you never want to shop at that supermarket ever again. I just
0: again. tried to take a swallow, and you just did that, and I just spilled beer all over my keyboard.
1: You could oh do God. that. You could do that, but that's, I don't advise that. What you could do, and I'm not saying that I have done this, though I have, um, especially if you've been waiting there a while because I was far too polite. Now I just push the fucker right out of the way is uh, just just take something out of the shopping trolley and put it on the shelf. Something small <laughs> that they wouldn't notice that when they get to pay for it, that they won't notice that it's not scanned through. They'll notice when they get home and it's missing. So uh, yeah, but you didn't hear that here because that's naughty.
0: Well, hey, Chris, here's the irony. Here's there's, two, there's someone two aisles over going, God damn it, someone just took something out of my buggy and I got to leave it here to go find it again. <laughs> If ever yeah, you buggy
2: was left there
1: because someone did the Dave move. That's it. Just pray you don't hear. Holy shit, someone has shit in my shopping trolley. I
2: was just going to say, and he looked a bit dodgy. He looked like he was about to he shit lots. in my
1: trolley. Oh, I tell you what, I was that ill over Christmas. It's a good job I didn't go into a supermarket. I had a shit in about half a dozen trolleys, I think. Jeez.
0: <laughs> now, that's amazing. This story you're selling, I don't have that problem here, in at least in my grocery store, because it feels like everybody takes their buggy with them. What what does get me pissed off because they're there is the person who the aisles are wide enough to go kind of like a car, like, a, a, like you're traveling on the road. You can fit two buggies, one coming, one going if you want. So that way, if someone stops to decide what of the many different kinds of, I don't know, green beans you want, you can kind of be up against the shelf. And that way it allows people to go by. It's the the mental midgets who stop in the middle of the aisle and then kind of back away from the shelf because they can't see everything at once. And sit there for four or five minutes trying to decide. I'm like, do you not see me? I'm right here. I'm right yeah. here. Just fucking move over. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what. Ha- see, they don't leave their carts. They're, they've got the balls to actually be there and block the lane.
2: <laughs> like,
0: yeah, you want to get be past blessed. the beans, do you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to have to wait, Sonny. I was here first. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they're picking up every can and reading it and then putting it back down on the shelf and picking oh, up the next can yeah. and reading it. And it's the same make. And you think, is something different going to be printed on it? It's like, what the hell? Go to a library <laughs> if you want to read.
0: Yeah, I've, I've got to get that person who, and, and no offense, they're not in the best of shape anyway, and they're looking at the ingredients because, I don't know, they don't want to get too much salt in their diet. And they're <laughs> looking at, I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, do you guys have this? Oh, my God. It just popped in my head. Do you guys have like the little motorized scooters now for people that might be a little older, a little? Yeah, not as mobile? yeah, yeah. I get so ticked off when I see some younger, but just, you know, way out of shape person who's using that because they're just too lazy. to. I'm like, you know what? You know the reason you look that way? Because you're not walking. Get up and walk. Save that for the senior citizens or someone who's, who's actually got, you know, a problem. I see these guys, they park it and they get out and they go walking over to their truck. No problem. They just were too lazy to they wanted a little motorized scooter through the through the store.
2: <laughs> yeah. See, I I quite fancy trying one of those, eh? just to see where they, how they fast go. It go. Yeah, yeah, they go quite yeah. fast. Some of them do. Yeah. I wonder what would happen yeah. if you hit somebody in the aisle who was looking for a can
0: of beans with that. <laughs> 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 uh, well, you know, grocery stores are definitely a great place for uh, for irritation and rants. Um, I always get pissed off whenever I'm behind the one person. I don't know if people still handwrite checks in, in the UK because everybody here uses debit card pretty much. Mm. But you get the older person who's decided they love writing out their check and they wait till the last freaking thing is rung up and they get the total to start filling it out. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? You couldn't put the date, the name of the store and sign the son of a bitch. You could just, what are you doing? And I'm just sitting there, and I stare at him like, oh, you got to be kidding me. yeah." And I have this magic gift. I pick the one lane that has that gifted individual that's right
1: in <laughs> front
2: of me. Yeah. It's weird. Well, I mean, um, I remember... Because um, I am old enough to remember this, uh, that, you know people did used to pay by check, and there'd be like the little card thing, and like the card machine, mm-hmm. and like yeah. you know, swipe your card so that you get like a a, a carbon copy of it, that kind. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, But it's very rare that you see that these days. I mean, I think they're phasing checkbooks out over here, really, aren't they? I mean, it's all contactless payment, and uh, you know, so I'm surprised that they still do that in like in America, because you know, you you're more advanced than we are, or. <laughs> Commoners in, in the, <laughs> the UK.
0: It's it, it's it's at night, I would say, and you know, people make up stats all the time, but it's it's well over 95-98% of people use a debit card for all those basic shopping transactions. You just punch it in, comes out of your checking account, boom, go. I don't get the people who are using checks. That's one thing, but then to fill it out only after everything's rung up, I'm like, oh my God. I have things to do. I've, I've literally aged a day watching you fill out your check, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, thankfully we don't get checks. To, I can't remember the last time I saw a
2: check. A check. Yeah. yeah, I really can't, which is good. Yeah, Chris, you got any shopping stories? Um, Well, Dave, I was thinking about this, Dave, because I'm part of your problem. uh, (laughs) So I'm I'm trying to keep it really quiet, actually, because there's a a store in um, the UK called Waitrose and um, a new one had opened in Wolverhampton, where I live. And um, so we thought we'd go and check it out. Uh, You know, it'd be new and all, uh, you know. (laughs) And uh, anyway, it turns out that Waitrose is really fucking expensive. And we didn't really, we didn't, we didn't know this. So we got a trolley and we started putting stuff in. And then I think we got to the second aisle and realised that we'd go bankrupt if we carry on walking around uh, the shop. So we kind of made a quick exit (laughs) and just left our trolley there. You completely abandoned it then. Yeah. So, so sorry, everybody who went to the Waitrose on that particular day (laughs) when it opened. Yeah. I was, when you were telling that story, Dave, I was thinking, oh God, I'm the kind of arsehole that that, I, I don't do it all the time. I've only ever done it once. But yeah, it was really pricey. So we just like quick, let's make a quick exit. And uh, yeah, there you go. So over in the UK,
0: they don't have little things like labels behind or below each product that would have let you know right then and there with the first product, how much it cost. You had to wait till you got two or three aisles in?
2: No, no. Well, they they do. (laughs) But then at the same time, we were just thinking, bloody hell, this is expensive. And uh, yeah, so we don't shop there. No. no. <laughs> Although I have been to use the toilet there when, when I've been desperate, so because like part of my job, I have to go out and about, and sometimes I don't have access to an office toilet, so I have you know have to use facilities in like places. So uh I thought, well, they won't mind. I went in with the intention of buying something one day. They'll let me use their toilet. It's yeah, fine. I think that's a fair enough swap to,
1: to think about buying something from them, but instead have a shit there instead. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, fair days, yeah. Waitrose come out winner there, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, yeah. We could do
0: a whole thing just doing nothing but shopping adventures, but (laughs) Uh, Chris, uh, let's
2: get to your second one on your list. Mm, Yes, so um, my uh, second one was going to be about fanboys, but then when I started to think about it, it kind of evolved, and because, you know, fan... uh, Fanboys have been around for years And I'll kind of relate it back to myself When I was a kid You had uh, Spectrum um, Which was a computer And then you had Commodore 64 And you'd have one Who'd got one And somebody got the other And you know You kind of defended your computer We won't talk about Amstrad Because they were shit um, And then you'd kind of like You know you got Nintendo And Sega in the 90s And you know Xbox PlayStation And, and so, so it goes You know I think everybody on the planet Is a fan of something You know It makes us feel like We're part of something It makes us happy and you know you kind of want to defend it or you want to support your whatever it is that you're a fan of whatever it may well be so then i kind of thought well you know i can't really rail against fanboys because whatever i suppose when people defend something to the hilt just because they like the product you know i think okay whatever but then it started i started to think about that we've mentioned this already tonight is the sort of the sense of entitlement so there's three things that kind of have just made me think just let's just wait for either a nuke to go off or a meteor to hit the the planet Uh, just because it's just utterly pointless. So, um, if you, I take it you guys have watched plenty of TV movies over the years, or mm-hmm. you know you've you've enjoyed things, and then perhaps the ending or one of the bits of the things that you've watched hasn't turned out as much as you would have liked it to, and you've kind of either felt a little bit disappointed, uh, yeah, and you know perhaps thought, oh well, they should have done better because the rest of the t- the show was good, but actually this wasn't so good, but then you you know because you're a, a sensible human adult, you just move on from it. Well, Mm -hmm. not not these fuckers. Um, (laughs) So I'm looking here. I mean, just I suppose the first instance of this that I can remember, and it get it, it, it sort of correlates with, uh, you know, the the sort of um, the dawn of social media, you know, which we've again we've talked a little bit about, is that um, if people feel they don't like something, they then have the right to go to Twitter and Facebook and bitch and moan about it. But now it's gone one step further. In as much as let's start a petition to mm. get them to change it. So my first instance of this, I think, was with Mass Effect three. So Mass Effect is a video game uh, series for people who don't know, very popular um, uh, in you know for the Xbox three hundred and sixty and PlayStation three. Uh, first two games are widely regarded as two of the best sci fi role playing games of all time. You know, some people like the first one more than the second one. That's fine. But when the third one came out to a lot of anticipation. As I say, it's a trilogy, so the same characters or your lead character follows it through. Um, there was a lot of outrage over the ending, apparently, because, um, Pete, I'm reading on Wikipedia here. It was poorly received by fans because they felt that it did not meet expectations. OK, I understand having high expectations or something and being disappointed, but that's your deal. That's not, you know, the people who've spent hundreds of hours making something that, you know, belongs to them. And it was their vision. OK, maybe rightly or wrongly. But then there was a campaign that started on change.org, retake Mass Effect, where people then campaigned for the ending to be changed. And because this caused quite a shitstorm back in 2012, um, the makers created uh, downloadable content, which then did uh, change the ending. So that was almost like you've bowing down to these bricks and it kind of opens the floodgates for everything else. So then after that, um i mean we've talked about uh, very briefly over whatsapp about the latest star wars film you know and we've got slightly differing opinions i don't think it's a perfect film it's got some problems but i in, overall i enjoyed it the last jedi however caused quite a shitstorm amongst star wars fans i class myself as a star wars fan i grew up with star wars and uh you know i've kind of fallen in and out of love with it as i've gotten older i guess to a certain extent um and but for some reason, The Last Jedi caused quite a shitstorm with Star Wars fans because they didn't like it. And I'm reading on again change.org here that uh, episode uh, was eight, is it? Yeah, five, six, eight, seven, eight. Was yeah, mm-hmm. a yeah, travesty. It completely destroyed the legacy of Luke Skywalker and the Jedi. It destroyed the very reasons most of us, as fans, liked Star Wars. This can be fixed. Just as you wiped out thirty years of stories, we ask you to wipe out one more. The Last Jedi, remove it from canon. So 116,000 people signed this, which I thought was that's reasonable. But, uh, you know, I perhaps thought maybe it'll be a bit more. Then uh, people like Game of Thrones. Dave, I know you're not a massive fan. You kind of checked out. I was waiting (laughs) for this. I was waiting for the Game of Thrones. Let's just (laughs) pretend season eight can all be redone from scratch. So then it's like, yeah, and then I knew about this. Again, Game of Thrones, people have their own opinion on it. Um, I thought the ending was okay. It didn't blow me away. I just kind of thought, went with it. Whereas I talked to somebody at work who loved it. Some people hated it. But they didn't feel the need like these 1,821,768 oh th- people and counting because I'm looking at this and it's still going up. Who oh signed, signed the petition to say uh, David Benoff, And DB Weiss have proven themselves to be woefully incompetent writers when they have no source material to fall back on. The series deserves a final season that makes sense. And I'm just, what do they expect? Do they think these 1,821,000 people expect them to think the makers of Game of Thrones to say, oh, maybe they've got a point? Yeah, let's have a listen. Maybe it was shit. Maybe we did do, you know, we didn't do it justice. And then I'm looking at this, there's an update. So the, the two people that I've mentioned, they're no longer working on the future of the Star Wars trilogy. And the person who started this petition says, I know this doesn't directly relate to the intent of this petition, but I still found this to be satisfying news worth sharing to those who have signed. And I'm oh. like, what the f- what's your fucking problem? So anyway, to the 1,821,000 people who signed this petition, you're all pricks. Nothing's going to change. They're not going to do anything, and it kind of makes me think. And going back to like what you were saying earlier on, Dave, about sort of like you know, all well, that I'm, uh, you know, I was born then, so it doesn't matter. But you know, when Caravan of Courage came out, and uh, you know, Star Wars, a Christmas holiday special, and people probably thought, well, this isn't, this is a bit shit. It's not like the films, but you know, whatever. Nobody took to a, a petition to change it. No. When Bobby, when Bobby Ewing stepped out the shower after he'd been killed off, mm. and it was all a dream. Nobody probably people thought. Well, oh, there were the people who were pissed, but there wasn't a, a letter writing campaign. No, and then like when e, when ET, I'm taking it back to video games. When ET came out in the 80s, and it kind of contributed to the, the video game crash. But, you know, people look back at these things and and kind of almost laugh at them in t- to, to a certain degree because they think, oh God, that was terrible. But they like nowadays they don't. It's like they didn't go to Twitter or Facebook or start a petition. I'm not saying people shouldn't start petitions because there's important things happening in the world. You know, if you want to start a petition, that is a way to get things done. But not over something like this. Fucking hell, come on. I'm
0: going to argue that thanks to things like change.org, where you can create your own petition for anything, you have diminished the value of the real petitions in favor of these stupid ones. Because you're right. The studios are not going to go back and recast, redo, re-spend the money on a redo of a season or a redo of a movie. And, you know, Ryan Johnson, he said, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm not going to do another Star Wars movie. And the, uh, the the Game of Thrones creators, they, you know what? I get it. They were trying to pretty much wrap up the, the, the story. They wanted to get out. They may have told it too fast. I had mm. issues, but you know what? They wanted to move on. They said, we've been doing this for eight seasons. We're ready. We been..." And guess what? They were tasked to come up with a new trilogy for Star Wars. They saw the fans are like, fuck y'all. We'll go do something we want to do then. Forget it. We're not going to do that. We're not going to subject ourselves to the stupidity of people safely hiding behind a keyboard.
2: Yeah, and, and I think that's it, isn't it? And I mean, it, it, now, kind of for me anyway, because I, I generally really quite like The Last Jedi anyway, but I think all of this just makes those people look You're stupid. You're smart man, Chris. You're a smart No, The Last <laughs> Jedi, uh, sorry, the, the Rise of Skywalker's come out. And again, entertaining as it was, I guess, um, it makes it almost look now like The Last Jedi is the far superior film because it did something interesting, and I know I'm getting off topic here. But do you know what I mean. At least that that did something interesting rather than just keep playing it. No, wait it, a minute. It's you're it's on safe. a rant, and that is okay. This is the rant show, and
0: I am. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I'm like, I want to reach across the sea and give you a hug. I loved the Last Jedi when it came out. I found like I thought like I was the only person who understood. You're taking it in a new and interesting direction, and then when the third movie comes out and tried to play fan service too much, it left you feeling flat. And I was like. He even made The Last Jedi look even better. You've got people going back now going, shit, at least Ryan Johnson did something original. Like, where the fuck were you three years ago or two years yeah. ago saying that?
2: And as, as much as The Force Awakens was, again, an entertaining film and I really enjoyed it, you can argue it wasn't particularly original. It almost like remade the, the Star Wars to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, but it just, the, yeah, and looking back now, it just makes it look, and I remember having this conversation with my friend at the time, we both said that the people that have signed a petition to try and get it taken from canon... Absolute arseholes, and it, it, it you know, you think, well, I, I like Luke Skywalker when, when I was a kid, you know, because uh, he was a Jedi and he did cool stuff. But Han Solo was always my favorite. But th- looking at The Last Jedi, it made Luke Skywalker cool because he kind of came across as cross as if he didn't give a fuck. And he kind of like was, you know what I mean, he made his character really interesting instead of just the hero. Do you know what I mean? It just it right. made him like he, he's jaded oh, he, and he you he know, depth. And he had a
0: character arc and he realized he wasn't perfect and he screwed up and he didn't want to do that again and he was mad at himself. I mean, oh my God. I don't know how many of us get to middle age and look back and go, fuck, where did I go wrong?
2: Mm. You know, 30 years have gone by, people. Yeah, it's just like, you know, the only person, I mean, until it kind of went over to Disney, who had the right to do anything to change it was George Lucas. And he did in 1997 when he added bits and pieces. Again, I'm not going to get into that. Um, but, yeah, let's not. You know, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but the, he is the only person that has the right to demand or to, to say, I'm going to change this because it's mine. I made it. If you don't like it, and this is the thing, if you don't like Game of Thrones, if you don't like the, well, the way that it went or Star Wars or anything that you like, then go out and make your own fucking program or your own video game. And then... Open it out to the public and and let them <laughs> you know judge it. You're not going to yeah. do that because you're too you know lazy and, and can't be asked to get off your own ass and do something. You'd rather just sit there and complain about somebody else's work that they've spent hundreds of hours on, then do something yourself. And that's the thing that annoys me the most is like just you know they'd rather it's people who criticise things for the sake of it. It's not yours. It doesn't belong to you. You might be a fan of it, but it's somebody else's vision. You know. Don't make a fucking petition because you're a end if you are. And if you saw in it, <laughs> sorry.
0: I agree. You know what? I say the same thing a lot. to. Uh, we, we have this conversation at work a lot, uh, especially when it comes to, let's say, a sports team. And Dave, you can relate to this. When your favorite team gets, you know, gets kicked in the balls, and you're like, oh, that hurts. Guess mm-hmm. what? The sun still comes up tomorrow. Yeah. Know, set tomorrow night. You still have your legs. You still have a job, right? Just yeah. get up and <laughs> keep going. Not, it didn't have a direct impact in the way you
2: live your life. Put things into perspective. It's a fucking TV show. It's a film. It's a video game. It, right. It's not going to change the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just... Oh.
1: That's fair enough. You've just convinced me, Chris. I was just about to start a petition to change the end of Armageddon because I want Bruce Willis to live. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to do it now.
2: Spoiler. Fucking hell, Dave. Spoiler. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you were born then. Shit. Oh, <laughs> is that, how old is that film? 98. Like, was it 98 38? or 99. 20. Uh, ni- 1998, yeah. Mm.
0: That's wow. crazy. I don't, yeah. Like, I, don't like, I don't like you guys doing dates on movies anymore for things that I think only came out a few years ago. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it's like
2: the, the latest Bad Boys has come out, and I think the first one came out in 1995. I was thinking, Jesus Christ, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, I want to move to, as we are, toward the end of this uh, rant show for at least this segment. There's always going to be something to rant about, so that's why it's the beauty of the show. I wanted to introduce something, a new segment. I started thinking about it just in case we needed some short little conversation starters and or maybe get the listener somehow involved playing along at home when they're listening in the car, on the way to work, on the way home, wherever they're listening to this episode. And uh, I just thought it'd be a, a, a twist on the game. Would you rather? I don't know if you've ever played that game where they give you two things to choose from and you discuss, would you rather do A or would you rather do B and Y? Okay. Mm-hmm. So. In light of things that cause us to just, you know, put our heads through concrete, we're so upset about what's in front of us. Let's start off and I'll go to Chris first and then I'll go to Dave and we'll go back and forth. First off, Chris, I know you Mm. work in an office type setting. So I thought of this one. Would you rather be stuck in a four hour meeting with someone you hate or go for an overnight visit with an annoying relative?
2: Oh, you bastard. That's horrible. <laughs> oh. Oh, I've, I think it'd probably be stuck in a four hour meeting because at least it's only four hours rather than have to stay with somebody. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But you could, you like, could
1: get really pissed if you were overnight and, you know, drink yourself into a stupor and you wouldn't know I, where you were.
2: I could or maybe you do drunk. do that. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you do do that in work <laughs> meetings anyway. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that, this is a horrible game. Why did you decide to call this? <laughs>
0: Well, Dave, what about you? I mean, uh, because I mean, I specifically picked these words, a four hour meeting with someone you hate or an overnight visit with an annoying relative.
1: Oh, and I've been in so many four hour meetings with people I hate. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I, I would, I would, no, I would do the overnight thing purely for what I just said. I would have to find the nearest bottle of strong alcohol and drink as much as I could, as quick as I could. And then before I know it, I'd be, you know, Becoming conscious the next morning, and the whole thing would be finished.
0: Yeah, I kind of mm. lean toward that one myself. After writing it, I thought, you know, just because they're annoying, that doesn't mean I have to hang out with them the whole time. I could say, you know what, I want to go in the other room for a little bit. I'll have a headache, or I'm going to go watch a yeah. movie. I'll be, you know, that you don't have to talk to them the whole time. No. When you're crammed in a meeting, nonstop, four straight hours, and all you're thinking about is creative ways to kill your fellow employee, it's a. I'd rather. I I don't want to have. I don't want to go home feeling that. I'd rather just deal with the the annoying relative.
2: Yeah, definitely. Can I change my mind?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk? No. Into it? <laughs> you can't. There's just me and Alan there. We've drunk oh. the place dry. You're too late.
0: All right, Dave. Yeah, no changing answers. Here we go. Dave. Okay. Would you rather spend an extra hour in rush hour traffic, even though you'll arrive five minutes early, or would you rather keep moving, even though it takes you miles out of your way and you'll arrive five minutes late?
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You know what? I'm one of those that would just rather keep moving (laughs) just for, I don't know. There's just something as long as I'm moving, as long as I'm moving. And sometimes you know, you're going to get there later, but you think I'm moving. I'm moving. Even though I'm going to be in the car longer and it makes no rational sense really. But yeah, I've done it. I've done that quite a few times, taking these long ass things off the motorway, A roads and B roads and ended up being like half an hour later than that would have been just so I'm keeping moving.
2: So yeah. Unfortunately, that's me. <laughs> Chris? Uh, I think I'll probably go with the, the, the stay in the in Rochelle for an hour. Because I can, I can happily sit and listen to podcasts now. I can listen to Alan on the radio. How amazing would that be? Oh, you see, I'll, I'll be listening to more of him. So I'll, I'm even better still. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh,
1: uh,
0: when I wrote this, I, I'm, I'm definitely more of the Dave personality. My wife definitely mm. is. She'd rather be 10, 20, 30 minutes late as long as we're still fucking moving. She yeah. cannot stand... Stop and go traffic. It just makes her just so anxious and I'm kind of the same way. I can deal with rush hour, but I'd rather just keep moving, even if it's going to take me a little bit extra time.
1: Are you two the same as well? Because if you're busting for a piss, do you find that if you're stopped in traffic, the feeling that you need to piss yourself is even stronger? Whereas (laughs) if you're still moving, it sort of alleviates the pressure a little bit and you don't quite feel. There's a
0: psychological thing going on where you just like, oh shit, I'm stuck. And now I really got to pee. But yeah. if you're
2: moving, you feel like, oh, it's okay. I'll be home soon. Yeah. Yeah. It's Good weird. Point. Can I change your mind again? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very easily led. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: All right. This one goes to Chris. Oh, Chris, would you rather have the local roads repaired overnight, not during the day, but overnight, but it will take several weeks of the roads being closed or, or one lane to, to fix the roads, or would you rather have the roads repaired during peak travel, but it only takes a week to finish?
2: Oh, God. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I'll probably go for the, the... Get get it done in a week. Because at least you... Although you have that pain initially, it, you know it's going to be done. Because there's nothing... Worth, I mean, you see it sort of like around mm, February, March, because people, you know, they have to spend their budgets. It's always like the roadworks come out. I mean, like now I'm, I'm driving to work. There's like temporary fucking traffic lights everywhere. They weren't there, you know, a, a while ago or last year. It's like why now they always seem to leave it till the last minute to get the budget spent because they realize oh shit if we don't spend this money then we're gonna lose it so let's just dig up the fucking road so yeah uh, get it done quickly i think although it would cause some initial pain
0: <laughs> all right dave
1: yeah i think i'd be the same get it done quickly but while it's being done find an alternate route and, use that <laughs> <way>. <laughs> and take longer to get home <laughs> and take longer to get there and hope you don't need a piss
0: I'm going to be a completely selfish bastard because I rarely drive at night. I don't give a fuck about the second and third shifters. You can stay closed all night long, as long as I don't have to deal with it during the day. Uh, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather be work all night. Um, so that's fine with me. Okay. Dave, would you rather have someone you work with who likes to embellish the story, but shares the glory of it with you? In other words, they make it sound like you did a lot more at work, but at least you helped. So that way you kind of share in that glory or have someone who worked with you that always downplays the story, but takes all the credit.
1: Ooh. Mm no, I don't think I'd want to be associated with something I didn't do. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather the latter, I think. And, OK, uh, yeah, because it'd come back to bite you on the ass at some point and you'd have to talk your way out of it. So. At least this way, at least this way you can go, no, it's, you know, he, said, or he or she said that and,
2: you know, leave me out of it. Yeah, I'd go with that one. Yeah, I Chris? think I'd be, be the same as well. Yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, look, we all agree. I, I agree too. I'm like, uh, you know what? I don't want to be associated with a glory hound anyway. I'd rather mm-hmm. earn my own merits. And, if, and maybe fine, they did accomplish it, but they make it look a little bit more impressive. Fine. Let them at some point, they're going to fall into their own yeah. web. They're going to get caught. I'd rather not, uh, not be part of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Excellent. Chris. Ooh. would you, this is one that I was going to bring up as my rant, but I figured I'd, I'd put it in the game. <laughs> would you rather have a conversation who uses the word like every third or fourth word? Cause like, you know, they like want to like talk to you. Cause like, it was really like a great like night last night. Cause like, it's really cool or have a conversation with someone who continuously uses the word literally incorrectly.
2: <laughs> oh God. You're describing the conversations I with my seven year old now. Um, so, and she says both. I think she probably says like more than literally. Um, I'm sometimes guilty of saying literally, uh, so I try to steer myself away from. It. Oh God, Alan, I hate you. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I think i go. I think I'll go with. It. I'll go with the literally. To be honest with you, because that will probably bother me less. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Okay, Dave.
1: Well. Well, I'm I'm like literally dying here trying (laughs) trying to answer this question. I'm literally dying here (laughs) trying to answer that. So I'd better answer it quick before I do. Uh, Yeah, I'm with Chris. I think I would rather be with somebody who uses the word literally a lot, usually wrong. Like would wind me up far too quickly where I would find the use of the word literally quite amusing every time that they did it. Unless they used it like I did then, and they literally were dying, in which case it wouldn't be as amusing.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. Was I stepping on your air hose? Hey, they were literally dying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what about you,
0: Alan? I, I This is another one. Ding, ding, ding. We all agree. Yes, I can deal with literally being used incorrectly far more easily than the the using the word like as a punctuation. I go batshit crazy with like, oh. And my daughters pick up on it when they're with their friends. They lose it around me because I keep pointing it out, and they finally... St- They know that they're doing it and they can stop themselves. But oh my God, when they start, come back home for a visit, I just want to punch them. I'm like, stop, don't do that. So (laughs) there's a
1: word, there's a word here, Alan, and uh, I don't know if it's as popular in America. So please answer this for me. There's a word that like the youth of today use a lot, or maybe it's out of style now. Who the fuck am I supposed to know? It's in it. Then it's usually at the end of a sentence and they'll go blah, 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 in it. Now it's, so I guess it's short for isn't it, or maybe isn't, isn't. it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, in it. I so. Now, I don't mind if they said, "Oh, this is a great burger in it," because you know it makes sense. But then, mm-hmm. they'll, then they'll say something like, uh, "I just bought a pair of shoes in it." And you say, "Why are you saying "in it" at the end of a sentence?" And it's used a lot. They'll use it like two or three sentences on, on the go. I walked into the shop in it and bought a, a Mars bar in it. And you're thinking, what the fuck are you saying in it for? So is that, is that something that's in America too? Because I here. haven't
0: heard that phrase, but we do have other phrases. And there's things my youngest daughter, my youngest daughter is the most susceptible to whatever's the hip lingo of the day. Things like, oh, she had her eyes on fleek, man. I'm telling you, they looked so great. I'm like, what, what the fuck, is on fleek, on fleek, on fle- What I don't even know if I'm saying it right, you know? And, I, and then every time I question she just rolls her eyes and goes, don't even try to understand, you're too old. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think it's probably the younger kids who do that. Or I say younger kids, the younger uh, generation that, that uses that
1: phrase. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should start doing it on the radio, Alan. Yeah, awesome. you should
1: do. Yeah. Throw in a few <laughs> likes and literallys too as well.
0: Oh, every time I do it, always, it's always illustrative of how stupid people sound when they use it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. This goes to Dave. I don't know. I don't know if you've got this uh, pet peeve, but it's one of my pet peeves. Would you rather have dinner with someone who talks with a mouthful of food, or have dinner with someone who smacks their lips when they chew?
1: <gasps> oh
2: <laughs>
1: my God! Oh, Alan, that's that's absolute purgatory. How do <laughs> my granddad? My granddad used to eat with his mouth open, and he had false teeth as well. And very often they'll come loose. So as well as the food being thrown around now and again, like his, his top set of chompers would drop down as well and after would have to push him back up. That that sort of calmed my appetite whenever I was eating with him. Um, but yeah, I've been with like lip smackers as well. And that's because you can get, well, you can get spittle flying around with both those choices really. can you? Sort of, that's a lose-lose situation. Oh my God, there's no correct answer to this at all. I think I'd go, oh. I think I'd probably have to go mouth open and avoid my eyes because with the sounds, there's no sort of getting away from it really, is there? Mm. So right. I'd probably have to go with mouth open and try not to look at them too much.
0: <laughs> you just stare at
2: your plate. <laughs> yeah, I just stare at my food and, and cut it up a lot as I'm staring at it. Chris? Yeah, I'm the same. I was thinking for the exact same reasons. At least I don't have to look at them whilst they chew their food with their mouth open. Mm. But yeah, the lip smacking, that just winds me it. up. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's gonna be three in a row for us because as much as they both disgust me equally, at least one, I don't have to stare at them. I can at least not hear them. Yes. You know, if I have to hear them, I hear that I'm like, oh, stop, stop. I hate that. Oh it just gives me the cringes, like my toes curl inside my shoes. I'm like, ah. So (laughs) all right. Here's the last one for today's segment of Would You Rather, Chris, would you rather have a friend who really never seems to show any interest in your stories? Or a friend who loves to hear what you've been doing, but always is ready to one-up
2: you? Oh, God. Um, What does this say about me? <laughs> 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 um, so, a friend who's got no interest in, in my stories, or somebody who will listen, but then say, well, I've done that better than you have or something like that. Exactly.
0: Right. Yeah. They're always trying to
2: one-up you, trying to show you how, oh,
0: that, oh, that's nice. Oh,
2: you caught a fish. Well, did I tell you the time I caught a shark? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, bloody hell, Alan. Oh, I hate this game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I think I, I'd probably go with somebody who would one-up me rather than somebody who's not interested in me, to be honest with you, because, you know... It, that, that would be annoying, uh, but I, I do know a few people like that and you just kind of like, I've, well, I've said my part. I mean, you know, and you've listened, so that's fine, you know, and then they, they go off on a tangent and say, well, you know, I did this better or whatever. Uh, I can say, oh, shut the fuck up. Um, whereas <laughs> if they're not interested in me in the first place, then there's a problem. And I, yeah, I'd get Well, I didn't say it.
0: not interested in you, just oh, not interested in your stories. In the story, yeah.
1: Right.
2: No, I think I'll go with the second one. I'll go with the
0: second okay.
1: one. Yeah, yeah. Dave? Yeah, well, I think that's an interesting answer, Chris, but I'm sure mine's far better. And <laughs>
2: <laughs> you bastard. You had
1: to think about that then, didn't you? I
2: did. So
1: what the fuck's he on about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would rather go with somebody who has to one up you Uh because then again, purely for the humorous reasons, a lot of times it would be bullshit. I mean, if it was true, fair enough, I'd be really interested to hear. But if it was bullshit, I'd, I'd find it quite funny to see how far they would go with the bullshit to one up you. Because then you could go, say it was in a work situation, you could go into work and come out with the most outrageous story and then wait for them to one-up you. And that would be hilarious.
2: Mm. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> I'd go with that and then start making up a shitload of bullshit stories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I am going to diverge from you two because Ooh. I have had the me monster in my life where it's all about me. Let me tell you about me and what I've done and me, me. I'm like, oh, my God. I will punch you in the fucking face if you open your mouth one more time. I'd rather hang out with someone that we can just talk about news or weather and not share what we've been doing, but we're just going to have some brainless, mindless uh, you know, chatter and know that I'm not going to be one-upped every time I turn around with some bullshit about what they're doing, because that annoys the fuck out of me.
1: Say that you had a really bad sexual infection and then see what they say. Oh, well, my dick <laughs> dropped off the other day. Oh. <laughs> I peed and fire came out of my neck. (laughs) Oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. My balls fell off the other day and I stuck them back on with a stapler. How about that, Alan? eh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's going to conclude, at least for this segment. We'll see how people like it. But if if they do, I'll see if I can come up with more for the next one. I thought that might be Mm, fun. Let the audience sort of play along from home about, would you rather?
1: I'd love to hear people's answers to those.
0: As we wrap this up, Dave, anything else you want to circle back around? Any last little uh, bow you want to tie on this one?
1: Uh, no, apart from don't shit in people's shopping trolleys and learn something from when before you were born. That'd be good. And, uh, and it's a fucking gingerbread man. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> isn't it? In <Isn't> it. In <laughs> <just>, it. <isn't> <laughs> Chris, yeah. what about you? Don't leave your
2: shit in the cinema. Don't talk in the cinema and don't be a whiny pussy. So there you go. That, that'd that be good. If you could all do that, the world would be a better place. Thank you. Yeah. No, this has been awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: Jumping on that. Stop being aggrieved over everything. Everything can't be the end of the world. Keep it in context. Change the channel. Move along. Let it go. Because life is short enough as it is. Don't fill it with a bunch of garbage and crap. Learn to laugh, laugh it off or ignore it.
1: Yeah. And if somebody starts a petition about these shows, these rant shows, because they're so offended by them, we'll see it as a compliment. So thank you very much.
0: There's no such thing as bad press, they say. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chris, it's been great having you on for the very first rant show. I'm assuming we will get you back again sometime in the cycle of ranch shows that we will schedule throughout the course of the year but it's been great having you
2: oh thank you I've loved it and uh, like I said I've, I feel a bit starstruck because you know you're on the radio and everything and I you know I like listening along to you it's kind of perfect for me because I know your show's early mornings on a Saturday uh, which is shit for you I guess but it's good for me because it starts at midday here which is awesome because that's kind of usually when I'm doing something around the house like tidying up or whatever going for a run uh, so yeah I, and I really do like listening I like listening to American radio even though some of the topics i might not necessarily have a full grasp on but it's just all the adverts and everything it's just it's cool it's i like it so thank you there you go and you're great not just the adverts stop (laughs)
0: stop that's all you guys are great
2: too okay we're all great
0: (laughs) (laughs) dave i told you uh we shared some messages between you me and tina about this whole thing and i cannot thank you enough for uh for all of your faith confidence and support and you guys are fantastic and i am just beside myself that I ever stumbled across your podcast. Thanks to Ben. But uh that's you guys are awesome and thank you.
1: No, thank you, Ellen. It's great to have you hosting these shows. I'm really enjoying listening to them. You know, they're such a good show. And then the fact that I can nip on different ones and and not have the pressure of being the host, which I think a lot of people don't realize. It's a bit different when you're the host of a show was here. Mm -hmm. I've just sat with my feet up and a glass of Vimto (laughs) and Yeah, just shot the shit and it's been great. So yeah, thanks thanks to you taking all the load of it. So yeah. Thanks, Alan. And uh, yeah, you do a great job with these shows and far better than we could ever do. That's for Mm. sure.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I am going to lean on you for one thing because you've got it all memorized and it comes off a lot easier from you. Folks who are tuning into this for the very first time, they've stumbled across it because of cross promotion and every one of our other friends out there saying you got to check this show out. How do people learn more about 60 Minutes With? Uh,
1: The best place to go is the website. That's the hub of everything. There's links to everything on there. 60minuteswith.co.uk numerical 60, not alphabetical. Uh, We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, those are at 60minuteswith. There is a contact us form on the website or you can email us direct, which is contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. We're on Reddit. If you wanna leave feedback about the shows on there, just search for 60 Minutes With Podcast. And we just love to get feedback. We've got, like you said, Alan, at the beginning, we've got eight format shows now. And even within those eight, like one of the format shows, for example, say is the soundcheck shows, they're all to do with music there's soundcheck interview shows where we interview people, These regular soundcheck shows where different members of the team talk about a favourite album, or there's the soundcheck em out shows, which is all about new music. So between the eight format shows, this, they're split into different ones. So there's a shitload to listen to. If you download something and you don't like it, try another one. Uh, we will not be offended. Just give us a try. You never know what you might find on there.
0: I got to tell you, folks, I fell in love with these guys when I stumbled across them and I cannot get enough. I went back and binged. I think the first day I, I found 60 Minutes with, I binged 10 straight hours going back and listening. Oh, you fool. And I couldn't, I couldn't, yeah. I don't think, what the hell's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> but I could not find a show that didn't, at least at some point, engage, entertain, make me laugh, make me think. And then, uh, and this was my, I guess, my, my tragic flaw.
1: I I reached out to you guys and told you how great you were. Next thing you know, here I am, <laughs> and that's it. But it's great because then you know, again, thanks to Ben, um, you know, we found out about you, you and Walt and the Wilder Ride and all the movies by minutes world that's opened up to us. So it's that's one good thing about the podcasting community is it is a good, strong, friendly community, and we've made so many great contacts. And that's a good thing again about these shows. I I can't wait Alan for you to listening to the, the mixture of people that you're going to get on here and
2: just letting off some steam with them. Hmm. And I know that I've I railed on social media and stuff a little bit earlier on, but if it wasn't really for Twitter, I wouldn't be doing this because that's how I've found out, uh, you know, that's how I made contact with Ben all those years ago and, and how I became part of that podcast at uh, the same coin. And then through through that with Dave, you know, so, it, you know, social media does have some good things and hmm. people aren't being it. I say this yeah.
0: all the time. Social media is a tool. It's a hammer. You can either bludgeon someone with it or you can build a house. It's how you use it. Yeah. So use it well. Yeah. Hmm. How about that? All right, guys. Till next time, everybody. Thanks so much. Leave feedback, as you heard Dave say. Follow on Twitter. Follow him on Reddit. Join the website. Send email. There's contests all the time. Oh, what do you call them? I call them contests. You call them what? Competitions. Competitions. over there to uh, win some free stuff. So what do you got to lose? Instagram as well. Check it out. Until the next rant show. Hey guys, I still got my legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Chris and his fleshlight. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if it comes to the priority of joining two dudes on a podcast or at least taking care of yourself with an imaginary virtual woman, I mean, why not? I mean, he may have some goggles he's wearing, you know, and, and visiting one of those 3D porn sites. So, hey, you know, more power to him. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and try pulling Chris Jellyman in and see what happens. Well, let's see. see what happens. H-R-I-S. Chris Jellyman. I mean, how do we not know that he wouldn't use, you know, sexual toys with the last name of Jellyman? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the uh, KY Jelly, I guess. Oh, yes. I'm telling you now, I'll let you do, the WhatsApp messages we get. Oh, yeah, that might be a little bit after eight o'clock because I've got to put the girls to bed. And uh, I'm t- he will be out of breath. He would have <laughs> hopefully cleaned out his fleshlight before he comes online with oh, us.
0: That'd be the worst. Could you imagine picking it up afterwards and forgetting and then, oh, or going Leaving to use it. it the second time and it's all dried up and crusty Ooh, on the inside. It's oh. like about a week later. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I actually just grabbed myself and said, it's OK, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm grossing myself out here.
2: Okay. Oh,
0: is he there? Hello? Is that Chris? Hello? Hello. Hey, it worked. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm telling you all right now, something's going to go wrong later in the call because Dave picked up on the first time and it didn't screw up my microphone and you got in in the very first try. So something's going to go wrong later.
2: Wow. You know, the, the, the problem is a person called Ben because that's where the problems start, generally. <laughs> and he's not here. What?
1: Hello. What happened? Hello? Hello. What happened? Hello. Yeah, Can i, yeah, can I'm I here. Can I drink my Vimto now? Yes, you, you weren't drinking during the show. No, I did sneakily once, but I didn't want to slurp. And then I thought, <laughs> oh, shit, you can guarantee be that if I, do bad, start, if I do start drinking, somebody's going to say something funny. And I'm gonna do that really bad <laughs> snort and just cover stuff with Vimto
0: Awesome well, uh, I without I guess further ado, I don't know how you guys usually start these. I mean <laughs> I mean uh, Dave mistakenly decided to put me in charge of this and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs>